guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. (laughs) (laughs) They say everything is bigger in Texas. So we want to see it. We are coming back to Texas for our Climax Tour. Please come and see us because I'm going to tell you right now. When we were in Houston and Dallas, we we didn't get enough. You remember we went to the strip club. We did a little meet and greet. We did the Deep Ellen vibe. We need more. And we're coming back. Houston, July 6th, we're going to be at the House of Blues. And in Dallas, we're going to be at the Factory in Deep Ellen. That's right. That's right. So we need all of the hot girls to come on out. If you have not yet, go to whorehive.com. Click on Houston or Dallas. And baby, we want to come see y'all turn up and turn out. That's right. So go to whorehive.com and get your tickets for the Climax Tour. See you guys there. See you. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Horrible D. Sizzy Owns. Mandy's only doing that because one of bitch, our fans was like, I don't like when you don't do it. Bitch, they love my little accent, ho. And you know, I'm your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Full Court Pumps, a.k.a. Dead Bitch, a.k.a. Pet the Stallion, Pussa Ho. What's up, y'all? I'm Wheezy. Welcome back to another episode of the best sex podcast on the planet. On the planet. In the world. That's what and, a girl said to me on the subway today, And, by the and way. really, we, we know that because, you know, we just came back from touring the Midwest or whatever, and we saw all the whore hive, and it was great. One girl in particular in Cincinnati said something that no one's ever said, at least to my face. I'm sure people have said it maybe online, but, like, she was like, thank you for sharing your lives. Yeah, that was... With me? Yeah. Not I, IG Live, y'all. Our <laughs> lives. And it, it was nice to hear because, yeah, like that should be taxing as fuck. No, it, it really is. And I, I mean, know people feel like making a podcast is not a lot of work. This but, shit is. And, well, I think it's more work, actually. And I think this is why we get the response to. I think it's more work to be vulnerable. It's more work to come on here and say things that are super embarrassing, um, that we know other people are going to judge us for, um, that we know probably years later, we will look back and be like, what the fuck? We, we, I mean, we look back at the stories we tell our, that we've told on this podcast and it's like, damn, we look back at the niggas that we loved and don't love no more. Like, damn, I'm mad I gave him that much motherfucking Bro, when airtime. I tell you, I Shit. have a feeling I'm going to see Olve soon. And like, you know, when you feel it coming, like, I'm not trying to manifest it. I just know it's coming because I've been in New York. By the way, not saying fuck LA, but bitch, my serotonin levels have been up so high with a What's New that? York summer. Stop, Mandy. I know melatonin make you go to sleep. So serotonin keep you up? <laughs> but just so do you know? Serotonin, what is- oxytocin, dopamine, the things that make you up, happy, feeling loving. Like, it's the, it's, we talked about serotonin actually when you but had Molly. Be, hold on, I'm about to be And like- you were feeling depressed. I said, oh my God, you have to take 5-HTP to make your serotonin go back up. Ooh, bitch, I'm, and I spelled it wrong. I put S-E-R-A. Bitch like Serafina. But it's serotonin chemical that carries messages between nerve cells in the brain and throughout the body. I, okay. It's given what I feel when my body hurt after riding dick, um, which I did do. Is that serotonin? No. So basically. No. New York. Because it be carrying the, the messages to my nerve cells that, bitch, I don't want to do that ever again. It be telling it wasn't me, bitch. That, it can't be that bad. Bro, it was that bad. There's still a dick in you. It can't be that bad. Oh, no. No, 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 no. When the dick is in me, it's great. I'm talking about the after effects, like what my body feels like after, like we, you know, we in our 30s now, you know, like when you go out to the club and you just dancing, twerking, oh, dropping bitch, it that's low. like when I called the police when I was um fucked up the next day. You remember that? No. I ain't tell you no story about how I was so hungover I called the police. 
Why did you call the police? I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I'm not playing with you. Go ahead. Talk about your serotonin. No, no, no. I'm dead ass. Oh. I, I think I shared it. I went out, went to the box, went to some other fucking underground club. I thought it was a Mexican restaurant, but it ended up being a club. Walked outside. I was like, who turned the lights on? It was nine in the morning. And I had literally been partying 7 p.m. till 9 a.m. So you called the cops to tell on yourself? No, I thought I was dying of an overdose of something. Oh, wow. I woke up. I was like, I feel so dizzy. This can't be alcohol. I have to be dying. But did you remember who you got it from? In I, case- it, it wasn't anything. It was just like, oh. so I woke up oh. drunk and I was like, I have to call the police. Then once I got on the phone with 911 and they said, what's your emergency? I was like, let me hang up. That's a mess. That's Gross. a whole ass mess. I was fucked up. Um, anyway, so nah, like literally one of my close friends was like, does anyone want a luxury one bedroom? It comes with a Tesla. Take it for two months. I do not want to go back to LA and I actually have to go back for work. But I am just like, I don't know, maybe because, okay, it could be two things. Okay. I'm hotter because I'm getting more fit. Two, it's a New York summer, niggas is hungry. Bitch. So am I fine or niggas on my dick or what's going on? Why am I insulin? Because, bitch, I'm so happy right now. Like, me and Nina have been walking around like, ooh, tooting our little ass. I ain't gonna hold you. I am booked like almost every weekend for the next four weeks. And one of my bookings, I had to be like, I'm, I want to be in New York for the goddamn weekend. I need to meet these niggas. The layout is happening at the park. Yeah. What, how much is the booking? Because if it's not enough sufficiently for me, yeah. I am just going to pass on for the opportunity. For us weekend, I don't even want to be in LA for BET weekend, bitch. I mean, a nigga's going to be there. I'm all right with BET weekend. Maybe because I've been doing it the past year. Yeah, I did, the, I did it last but, year, um, but we'll see. Anyway, I am, uh, what was I going to say? So for our London Hive, we have so much London Horror Hive. Um, I talked about it on Patreon, but I really want to give a shout out to DLT. It's this party, I guess it's called Days Like This in London. I'd never fucking heard of it before, but I went to London for the link up that my boy Andre Power does. So much fun. Mad whore hype came to see me. Some girls, shout out to the girl that drove for two or three hours. That was insane. But literally, we're just kicking it there. We go see Beyonce. I'm like, nigga, what else should we do? He's like, boom, there's this party in Malta. Super black. So much fun. I really want to fucking do our show there next year. Because you know we're not doing tour again, bitch, but I'll go to Malta. Oh, my God. But Literally, by the way, y'all, we didn't announce this goddamn tour as our final one. Bitch, y'all know we added Boston. So we will be in Boston in November. We're working on adding Tell me why this bitch trying to add about two, three more shows. I'm like, so, bitch, you just want to keep adding shows? into like Final, 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 final. She just keeps trying to add shows. I'm like, oh, okay. Heard you. I ain't gonna hold you up and think about Miami. See what I mean? (laughs) See what I mean? So anyway, (laughs) um, nah, but I, you know, I went to Europe, came back, and like literally was in Europe. I I hate, I cannot believe I'm saying this. On the beach, Mediterranean Sea, I had this fucking lit-ass room to myself, terrace, and I was like, wow, I wish I was in New York right now. Oh, wow. And I have plans to be in Europe. I'm going to London in July and Paris because, you know, that's my favorite place in the world. I can't stand you. Based on some real shit, I don't even want to go anywhere. Like, I just want to be in the streets in New York. I want to be a fucking hoe. And, yeah, like, my pussy and my body and everything feels open. I feel like maybe content will get better because I'm ready to be a fucking hoe. It's so crazy because, like, I want to be a dating hoe. Like, I do not, like, and I thought about this when we were in Detroit, Cincinnati, a dating Chicago. Hoe. I'm like, there's niggas that I've fucked in these cities. Nothing about anything made me want to hit them up to just give them pussy again. You fucked a nigga in Cincinnati? No, not in that city. <laughs> um, but there was, I was calling to see if anybody was around. Uh, but no, I didn't fuck anyone in Cincinnati, but clearly Detroit and Chicago. And so um, I realized that I, I want to go on dates, but 
You know, I oh, got that's a part of my whole face. Well, no, I'm saying though, I am having a huge serotonin issue in my brain with the idea of just fucking a nigga off GP. Hey, way to call back. You know what I mean? So a part of me is like, okay, I got, if y'all on Patreon, I talked about the nigga that's back in the picture. I got him once, maybe Not twice you about a week. to make your ex pay $5 to hear it. And, and he can. And he can. Because y'all ain't never going to hear about that nigga again. I'm not going to lie. The same way you feel like, like nervous about running into Obey, I feel like I'm to the point where if I see this nigga, I'm going to spit on him. Remember I told like, you I was going to throw something like, at him? Like the way you felt. And you're like, I, I can't believe you want to commit assault. I, I mean. I, 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 that's what Mandy be doing. Every time I. That's what she be doing. I, every time I say. I, 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 I ain't going to hold you. Fuck that nigga from the back with no loom. I I hate him. And it's crazy because it's, I realized a few things. Like, so basically, y'all, there was a, a Barbara This Is Shirley uh, incident that took place a couple weeks ago. And I found out that there were multiple um, other women. One being the goddamn bartender from the goddamn sex club. Two of the other women also being from the sex club. So a part of me felt like, ooh, I opened up this can of worms. He clearly didn't know how to handle it. Mind you, the fucking bartender bitch is the one who told me he went there when I was in Jamaica. So it's like, bitch, you be smiling <laughs> on my, all no, of my face, what, but heard but... you, heard you. Well, to me, what I realized is... Do I know me her, finding, No, you don't. Me finding out about the other women, what didn't even upset me. Like when the girl called me, I was like, yeah, girl, here go my number. So we on the phone and I was like, so what's crazy is he had became so like, I don't want to say upset, but insecure with my travel schedule. Us going on tour, uh, Black Effect Festival. I was just on tour with See The Thing Is. And he was just becoming more and more, like, irritated that I was, like, away so much. Why not just bring him? Bitch, I invited him. So bet. So, okay, you don't want to come. Maybe your funds ain't like that to just be hopping on flights because I ain't flying you out, nigga. So I literally said, hey, if you are in that much need of touch or sex, or intimacy, like, I will go find someone to, you know, be with while I'm gone. I'm fine with that. Like, we didn't share all that. So I gave him, which then I guess we went from swinging to open. And he swore down that it's not all about sex. He doesn't need sex. da 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 He just didn't want you to fuck. That's exactly what the fuck I thought. So I was like, Heard you. So I'm like, okay, I'm mind you, every time I traveled, Boy, he, he gave me attitude. He was real short and brief, felt like I wasn't telling him everything. And it was like, oh, I see now. It was a projection that you was out here running amok in these goddamn streets. I, Bro, I found out he was I, at the sex club. He met the girl that called me. You said that time that you He met her the night before he joined me in Colombia. Told this bitch he was going to Colombia for suits. Bitch, he was with me for my teeth, pussy hoe. And I, so I'm literally looking at the timeline and I was like, ooh, this motherfucker. For suits? He said he was going for suits. I hate this nigga. said he was going for suits. So I realized, too, it's not the other women that bothers me. And I, I actually wondered, for all, like, the celebrity wives and, and wives of these influential people that know their niggas is out here fucking off, to me, what really bothered me was the lie. Because I've asked him multiple, multiple times, 
Who is she? Like, bitch, I went straight to get motherfucking tested. Because now I found out there was like four other women that I know you weren't using condoms with. That's my problem. Like, I wanted to know if there were other women because then we need to move a little differently. But also, if you have all these other women, I maybe would have had somebody else on the side who could have been more available when you weren't. Like, to me, it was just the, the idea that he lied to me. I'll be completely honest with you. I now don't know what to believe. Because of how... I found out lies through where he said he was, where he wasn't like, bitch, he, he just went to Panama for suits to me. He was with the bitch that called me. <gasps> what a fucking piece of shit. So to me, I'm just like, mind you. Why is suits his lie? I don't know. Because he a big nigga and they, you know, they be acting like big and tall stores ain't, you don't know, exist no this more. Is, I don't know when I brought this up, but it's coming back to me. Someone in my life, I don't think we someone said this that we were recording with, but they were like, a man has to have three things for full security, and it's height, money, and their dick size. It's not looks. And I wonder if... I think it's women outside of the dick size. No, no, no. It was... These things make a man feel very secure with themselves. Height, money, and dick size. And I remember the dick size thing specifically because... One of my old bosses, when I fucked the, um, my Latino ex, the one that left me for Jesus, she was like, I know he has a big dick. His confidence is so high. It's so high. And I was like, well, he's tall and he's huge. She's like, no, I know he has a big dick, right? And literally, you're just making me think. It's like your ex is tall and conventionally attractive. So it's like, maybe he got bomb dick. Maybe like, he feels inferior to you when it comes to money. 100% and that was the And maybe that'll never be. But you know, you want to know what's a crazy thing too? I had a conversation with my homeboy who's married and we were talking about, you know, everything that happened. And he was like, you gave him too much freedom. He said, because he cheats. And a lot of the married men that I know. Cheat. What did I tell you? And he literally, I told you this too. he literally said, he said, you know what? Men cheat because there's an excitement in getting caught. And I said, oh, you nasty, dirty fucks. Because I'm like, so... There's an excitement in potentially hurting the person that you're Bro, with. we talked about this on Patreon. We talked about there being a very fine line. No, we didn't talk about it on Patreon. We talked about it here, right here. And I literally said, you can't give them everything because they don't know what to do with it. If men don't have boundaries and guidelines in their relationship, but they I, lose but, themselves. But, but, and that, I think, is the problem to me. A, I communicated boundaries. I, commu- I, I verbally committed guidelines. When he did things that I didn't like, I vocalized those things. So to me, the bound, like there's, there were a lot of boundaries that I set forth. It's not like I said, go run amok, go be with whoever the fuck you want to. I set clear boundaries and I let him know what things would hurt me, what things I didn't like, what things I wouldn't tolerate. So do you disagree that you didn't give him too much freedom? Well, no, my problem is he lied about what he was really doing. And so to me, even after talking to the other woman, um, there were also just things that were said, things that made me feel secure in the things he was saying, he was saying to her. So, which means he was probably saying it to the other two, three bitches as well. And so, to me, I'm like questioning our entire relationship. What was real? What was a lie? Did he really love me? Um, oh, your therapist is exhausted. Oh, well, no, actually, what's crazy is I'm, I'm, I feel like this was so traumatic. I literally actually called Vinny today crying. And I was like, Vinny, just thank you. Like, and I don't want to cry now, but I'm in like such peace right now because I've been so let down. Like I've been let down by a lot of people mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. Normally, I would have stressed about us 
the flights are going to get delayed I or canceled. How like, chill you were, bro. And I wasn't even on drugs on the I first day. You were a little off. Well, I was a little. I was a little funky. But I literally, and you know, I thanked you because it was so much fun. And I, I talked to my therapist today, and I was like, "This is my first time, probably in life, that I'm at peace." I said, "Weezy says she got to push the the recording back thirty minutes." And I said, "Girl, okay." <laughs> We was on we was on tour and everything was just like it's gonna work and I realized how little control I had but I also realized how much power I gave him at one time you Bridget my friends my other lovers the power to literally bring up bring out such an anxiety that brought out all these other emotions and I was like as much as in control that I felt I was in so many aspects of my life I was like bitch I'm letting everybody really run my mood, my emotions, my anxiety. And I said, I'm just in a place now where I'm not planting seeds. I'm allowing the fruits of my labor, bitch. I literally hit up my manager today. I said, what's that booking? How much is it for? Because I just got invited to Ghana. And I think I want to go to Ghana. Like the way you move, like there was an envy for a long time too. And just how you're like, bitch, I'm going here. I want to go here. I want to go here. And there was so much emphasis on me planting seeds for new businesses. Where am I going to be in five years? Even in my relationship. Okay, I don't want kids. I don't want to live with you. I don't want marriage. So we have to get to this next step. And then so to me to, to be in a place three years later and not even believe any of that meant anything because I was with a fucking liar. I'm just in a place where I'm like, I have zero expectations of anything and everyone. And I just want to, I just want to live and, and enjoy. Because how can you enjoy your money? Yeah. Your accomplishments. If you don't let go of control. Yeah. And like, it's interesting because the first day you were freaking out. And I was like, Mandy, oh, my God. I think but, it was more nerves, but also we changed a lot in our show. No, no, no. The show is totally and then I love the goddamn show. Me By too. By the way, if you are in Texas, bitch, July 6th, we are in Houston, Texas. July 7th, we are in motherfucking Dallas. Any city Yeehaw, clothes, bring your ass. Are we going to New Orleans? No. So y'all no. better come to one of the Texas shows. <laughs> but I think what was nice, because I remember something Vinny said to me a while ago, which made Vinny really happy about when you called him. That's right. He told me you called him. He, uh, he was like, I think he was in LA. He got really upset because like you were like doing something. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. But I think I was just in the back. And he was like, why am I here if like oh, Mandy if doesn't trust do, me? If I have to do everything. Yeah. And like, I, I understand what you guys want. Like, I don't know. And I was like, you know, she just needs to do, like do that. So her own brain feels secure. And like for you to like let shit go a little bit, like he even told me, he's like, I can't believe Mandy was given in your time to figure things out. Bitch, but you know, so was. something that like, and it's funny that you said that I, I am that way. I don't know if I get it from my mom, but like a, a few years ago, I really had this attitude, like everything I want, I'm going to get. I'm there. This is the first time I'm like the universe, not stars and moon in this shit, y'all, but the universe. But I'm I like, hate to say it because. Yeah. Sometimes it makes me sound like I'm very full of myself, but everything I want, I'm going to get. And I just do. And it's been happening for me. So I literally was just like, it was time for him to go. Everything that, and what's crazy is I don't know if it was him, you know, being jealous, but all of my big accomplishments, like MTV, Revolt Summit, uh, our tour, not this one, but the last one when we had did the four big shows, uh, Black Black Effect Festival, like, all of my big things that I was really proud and wanted him to be at, mysteriously, a fucking argument took place and he wasn't even in the picture. Oh, it was a Lady Gaga documentary where she was talking about, like, the more things go well in her life, the worse her love gets. And I know that maybe you guys might be tired of hearing about 
No, but they are, want us to be vulnerable to no, hear no, no, our love no, no. lives. I mean, oh. like, you know, money or whatever, because sometimes we'll talk about it. Maybe it may not feel relative to sex, but y'all have to understand that a lot of the accomplishments we have, I would pretty much say 90% of mine, are because I did a show called Horrible Decisions. Yeah. And doing a show called Horrible Decisions. And like, to be able to attribute that to just talking about sucking dick and like crazy stories is so like mind fuck wild. Like even the call I was just on before we got here, like I'm head of a department that's the only one that can run because of all these strikes. Right. Like podcasting is really king and podcasting is king. It's beat. crazy. And, you know, it also makes me think a few months ago, I'm actually surprised I'm going to share this, but when you just said like freedom, I know that it must be really difficult because you do a show twice a week with current events. Girl. But I got offered a job in the high six figures, not almost seven. That basically would have me run a production company, but I would have to sign on to quit everything else by 2024. And I was like, holy shit, I could work 40 hours a week, do this shit. And I was like, I have so much control over my life. Yeah. And that ease of just having one job maybe that's not like maybe the entrepreneurial maybe maybe being able to have something that's mine even if it's five things is amazing like yeah and i realize now like sometimes it's working smarter and the letting go of control is the working smarter yeah i think i think also there's like this slump in me right now and y'all we're gonna get to the to the to the jokes and all that but uh i think it's tough because after going through that ethically non-monogamous relationship and clearly it wasn't ethical at all i i i'm questioning what i want from a man a partner a real relationship because to know that you can enter a relationship where sex is not a big deal you want it with another person let's do it together you could go by yourself that that's what seems to be a uh an issue in so many relationships that now i'm like is niggas even ethical out here because niggas be lying. Are niggas ethical? Are niggas even ethical? No, they not. Because they motherfucking lie. I mean, that's why I told you I actually don't think my next relationship will be the same. You want a monogamous one now? Like, I know I've said it, though. Like, I'm not, I don't think ethically non-monogamous. But also, like, I started with Old Bay like that, right? Like, right. we were having threesome, having fun. And it's interesting because I keep wondering, how did I stay with someone who was a liar and a cheater for so long? Bitch. What? One the liar, pandemic, a cheater, the deceiver, heartbreaker. The sex wasn't as great as like the other niggas I fucked. So I, so I do get, I did get intimacy and affection from my ex. I got well, a lot bitch, of intimacy and affection. I ain't gonna hold you. 20, sorry, I almost said his name, bitch. Yes, twenty something. <laughs> that nigga. Oh my god, that's the thing, bitch. That Why nigga. Be, I'm back to singing and after I sex, bitch. It's the lifestyle. Yeah. We both made good money, could travel and do whatever we want. We were besties. That was my dog. But like, and he said that to me when we were breaking up, like, yo, I'm losing my best friend. This shit is so difficult. Yeah, yo bad, nigga. But this time around, I think that not only does a nigga need to give me the bestie vibes, but at the same time, which flea market was giving me, was two amazing sex, which I didn't have with Old Bay. We had wild sex. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're like, let's go to Colombian fuck holes type shit. <laughs> but I'm like, I need amazing sex, amazing chemistry and that bestie feeling. But also like, much as I love broke dick, I don't think I could do it, bro. Oh, no. Like, I'm seeing... I, I have one more roster. I have about, one roster spot left and it gotta be a rich nigga. 
Like <laughs> the face. way I got, I got green eyes. I got twenty four seven. I can Black be regular G- nigga. Black Jesus is my it friend. It can't be like broke. No, 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 no. I need if you are listening and you thought you could fill this roster spot, nigga. You better have more money than me. And I'm sitting here saying it now. I got some good quality pain, and I really enjoy just hanging with Black Jesus. We still don't have sex, but he's just a good ass time. He's my bougie bad bitch that I like to hang with. He fine as fuck. We like to do the expensive restaurants. He's like what you used to like to do with Obey. He does. He likes all the same shit that I like. Then I got my little hood nigga that smokes his blunt while I suck his dick. Then I got my just beautiful ass nigga who books me on flights and fl- flews me out. You know what I mean? I need just one that want to lace me with gifts, that want to pay some bills, and that want to dick me down. I'll even let him get him a booty hole. But I need somebody to come in and be like, baby, don't don't even stress about that. Here you go. That's the Here shit. Here you go. That, That's like, what I want, bro. I realize I saw um like a clip recently talking about like black women pushing men away with their sisters, all the fucking insecure nigga shit. Yeah. But I realized, oh, because I have money, I have been so like, whatever. Like a nigga doesn't have to have it. But now I'm like, maybe you do. Because oh, oh no, you ain't getting me make- on a date. You you get me a car. I'm back to broke bitch ways. Sorry, and it's not broke bitch ways. It's standards. Yeah. Wait, yeah, standards. That's crazy. Is that a better but, way yeah. to say it? Like, I don't need a boyfriend that's like crazy. I, I'm just saying crazy, What's a crazy way rich. to say it? Because I, I can pay for my own Uber. But now I'm like, you going to give me a car? And you going to give me a car home? Like, you should just do that. Because niggas was doing it when I was broke. Why do I have to pay for it now that I got money? Maybe it's the whole like, <laughs> I don't know. I do kind of be like, my address is. I just, you know what I mean? I like to be girly about it. Oh, I did want to just talk about, to get back to sex, this random fantasy that I've had the last four days and I wish it would go away. Oh, we should start that as a segment. Random fantasies. Okay. Because I ain't gonna hold you. The way these dreams been hitting, I know, bitch, I'm off this nigga. Okay. It's a dream, right? Go. Bitch. Because it's here. No, mine's not hot. Oh, God. It started, (laughs) it started in the tour. So, got to Detroit. We took a nap. Yes. I had, my nap was so deep that I uh, thought I was awake. And it happened to me twice. In Detroit, I was sleeping so deeply that, like, I was like, my body, I was trying to push it or whatever. But the dream was, I was a stripper stripping for a bunch of old white guys. <laughs> 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 Boom. Fast forward to Cincinnati when there's an actual pole When on there's the a stage. pole, yes. I go to sleep that night. And I literally dreamt that I was stripping. And now I was, like, sucking old white guys' dicks at the strip club. And Where I was did like, the white people come from? Bro, I don't know. But I think it's because, like, <laughs> older black men have this very, like, suave look to me. And I was thinking, like, oh, I don't even think, like, sloppy-looking white dude. You talking about, like, Bill Murray? Ghost Is that Buster? where this started? Khalid? Oh, it might have been Khalid, bitch. Because that nigga, I was looking like, girl, bitch. you sucking that dick? So the worst one came when I was trying to wake myself up to go to the plane. 4 a.m., we had to get home from Chicago. Bitch, I was sleeping. And having an orgasm at the same time to the point where, like, when I woke up, I looked at my hand because I thought I was fucking myself. I've never come while being in a full, like, sleep. And it was so intense. And the reason I know I came is because I have an app. Uh, I, I'll tell you on the name of it. I think it's called Sleep Tracker. And it's on my watch and on my phone. And it records the snoring to see when I snore. And the snoring wasn't snoring. It was moaning. But it just knew I was talking. And it you records, were moaning in your sleep? Bro. Bro, you're coming. strange, bro. Coming. You, you be doing some strange Remember shit. Remember the dream. 
The dream was me fucking getting gangbanged by old white guys. That's crazy. You know what? There's like some saying. I be look, like, when you remember your dreams, it means something. I don't know. But I be looking into dreams. When you remember a dream vividly, it, it really means something. I don't want it, though. You, it might happen, though. No, it's not. You in nigga. New York for the summer? Shit happens. <laughs> shit happens. Okay, I was thinking this one thing. I'm going to this Tribeca Film Festival. See? All white people. No. I'm going with Questlove. It's a black movie. I mean, it, there could be one black movie. I think it's movie. the blackening. There could be one black... Yes, the blackening is out. Yeah. There could be one black movie. Cool. But the rest are old white men. But my point is, I'm going to this after party, right? I was like, what if there's one really hot, old, rich, white guy? Not hot, but Wait, like... you want to suck an old white pee? I like, don't, but maybe, I'm, maybe I want a maybe sugar to, daddy again. But an old white sugar daddy? You could get a black one. <laughs> <laughs> but you ain't gotta go... You ain't got to jump ship. Here's the thing, and this is so vain. White guys fawn over me. Like, they go yeah. crazy I for me, I still ain't dog. got that experience. Because, I mean, I hang out in, like, Soho and, like, you know, all the little, the white areas with the bougie sheet. So, like, the way they be looking at me, bro, they, like, they look at me like they can never come up and get me or talk to me. And it's true. You can't. But, well, what? it's like I'm almost wanting ugly sex. Please talk to the camera. You were talking to the audience right now because I cannot relate. I don't want to fuck you. I don't even want to imagine it. I I literally just told them what a couple episodes ago. I'm literally coming off of niggas just being fine. Okay, I don't know porn. what it is. Like I kind of want the okay. Like I used to fuck this white guy back in the day when I lived in Orlando. I think I lived at Cooley at the time, and he used to just come over from his job on his lunch break and fuck the shit out of me, throat fuck me, do all this crazy shit. I met him on Plenty of Fish. We went on a few dates. And Not P.O.L. Girl. Girl. Free Spirit 407, babe. <laughs> um, Not Free Spirit. <laughs> uh, AKA, my legs are open. Uh, I was like 20 and he was not that cute. And I remember he just was like, but his dick was thick and he was like really gross and he would do gross shit to me, like slap me around with his dick. And I was like, and I didn't care about asking for nasty shit or doing all this nasty shit because I didn't want him. And I wonder if that's why I'm so... Dude, I'm gonna regret this so much. I mean, now y'all, when you hear in a couple in a couple weeks that Weezy has fucked an old white man, oh my no, god, I'm not gonna. They tell won't be surprised. No, you have to share it because now we're single and we're back being hoes and we have to share our goddamn lives well, on the BDD right now. This is why people like are happy we're you know apparently going back. And bitch, BDD, reverting. I forgot how good it was. I mean, I ain't forget how good this nigga dick was. And oh, I love it. I don't. All, I, I don't tell all my niggas, y'all. This is my excitement. Well, you know, I'm on tour. And so they're going to pull up on tour. And I said, oh, I'm going to treat you like a bad bitch. I'm going to make sure you got VIP tickets. Oh, my God. Me and Greet. I said, I'll even feed you. Get you and then I'm going to put room. your name on the room in case you come and I'm doing sound check. Oh, girl. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to have a nigga pull Yo, up on we me on tour. we were really living like rock stars this weekend because we had to be in a different city every day. We did day. four flights in three days, y'all. And literally, like, I had to bring a pillow to... Uh, I'm not playing with you. Y'all, we are getting wait, into... Wait, I didn't say I said pillow. Like you wanted me to say I want to say I brought a pillow. I just hate it. Pillow. That I hate it. it. No. Please tell them how you say umbrella. 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 <laughs> I'm not playing with you. The way you, you used to say uh, the pie, I and I said you said pie like a slave. We don't do that. Anyways, we're gonna get into our hors d'oeuvre. I'm gonna share a hors d'oeuvre that I actually gave on tour. This woman was, of course, asking how to get down to the Buddha hole, and there's something that I did recently. Not they ask that every night. They do be asking about Buddha holes every goddamn night. People, my goodness. Oh, my God. We got to went over to the girl that told the story about the wine going up her ass and she shitted yeah. it out. 
Please send that please, in. Please write us. We need to share that with the audience, with all million people who listen. So basically, um, she wanted to know how to get to the booty hole without like startling a nigga. So what <laughs> I seen, what is startling? That's a word? Startling a nigga. <laughs> Can you let me talk? So, <laughs> so there's this thing now that I that I started doing with my knuckle, bitch. So when you're stuck in the dick, and then you can go down to the balls. If you're watching on YouTube, you like, oh, suck the dick. Go down the shaft. While you go down the shaft, spit. Like, make sure it's a whole bunch of spit down there. Go down to the balls. And when you get to the balls, you're going to rub the balls. Make sure you get some of that spit on your knuckle. And then rub the knuckle over the gooch. And then really, like, go over it. Like, you're just applying a little bit of pressure on the booty hole. But when it's the knuckle, he don't feel a little poke like you trying to finger the nigga. Because niggas don't want to be fingered all the time. But he'll take a little graze with the knuckle, baby. So it's called knuckling. I'm making this up. But knuckle that <laughs> nigga in his gooch and booty hole. No, and it'll... If you butt. Hey! Well, but that no... butt. All right now. All okay. right. So uh, there's that. And so that was my sex tip for, for this week. I wanted to real quick get into whole facts. Because... Um, while we both realized that we dated cheating, lying ass, ho ass niggas. Uh huh. That was a thing. I want to give um, possible reason. Um, perhaps they saw this article and was like, well, I'm doing this for my health. Okay. Having sex at least once per week can lower can lower a man's risk of heart disease by 30%. I fucked my nigga once a week. Stroke by 50% and More diabetes by 40%. It has also been shown, you ready, that men with an active sex life are more than likely to live past 80 years old. So I feel like Them because we be busy and maybe, you know, they just want they they life expectancy to be longer and they want these percentages to not get these diseases. They say, bitch, I got to fuck on everybody uh, to no live. Bad. No. So I saw that. Honestly, when I was living in Mexico with Old Bay, we had sex every day. Yeah. And. And then when you weren't available, he went and had sex with somebody else because he's like, I have to live. Bitch, when 80. he was fucking with that hoe in Mexico, when I couldn't, get, when I was too tired to go out, I wanted to kill him. See, I mean, you really but got. He was doing to it be for his health. He wanted also, to live past eighty, bitch. I cheated on you half the time. Oh, so and there, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I'm actually mad I didn't cheat on uh, him. Girl, I got my lip back. Hold on, what um, sexy red said last week? Get back, gang. Yeah, Show I'm actually did. mad. Like when I was with him. I was only with him. But bitch, all them breakups, all 13 times, I slid right back to the to the roller dicks, bitch. And I think that's what made him mad, Good too. Good for you for he's not like, cheating. He's like, there's no way that you don't have feelings for these people when they're... you. As soon as we break up, you don't even wait a week and you go right back to them. Because I don't know... I've been we, Yeah, nigga. I was being respectful. The fuck? I was being a loyal bitch. And see what that got me? Nothing. <laughs> Got me cheated on, nigga. Um, the next one I want to do is actually a myth buster. You need to Literally, pass him on to a bitch you hate. Oh, no, bitch. I ain't going to hold you. The The girl in my phone had only been fucking with him for six months, and she was distraught, bitch. And I said, girl, I went back 12 times. You probably will, too. Did I she don't think hear he about was it. her boyfriend or something? Yeah. And so did the other girl. And so did the other girl. They all thought they were his girl? Yep. And he wanted exclusivity with all of them, and they couldn't fuck other, other guys. Except for him. He's a sick fuck. Not only that, do you... How you, can he afford wait, this? Do you want... Girl, he can't. He can't. Because the bitch that called me got money like me, bitch. She is. She a lit bitch. Old lit bitch. But she got her coins up. No, she seemed cool. So, we talking. Do you know how they knew about each other? You ready for the non-consent? Which, by the way, if you listening to this, nigga, you blocked from both sex clubs. Good luck finding another one because I'm that bitch. 
and the owners have now blocked you. And I said, if you want a membership, they need to charge you four times because I'll never stop in front of the coin, but it'll be four racks, bitch. I said, charge him like Soho House. I will not stop it. So anyways, this is how, and this is why, hey, that was funny bitch, well, this is how, charge him like Soho House. By the way, this is how they found out about each other. It was giving non-consent. Wait, wait, wait. They found out about, about each-, each other. And the my, other girls. So the girl that called me found out about the other girl and only found out about me because the other girl had always been told, don't tell Mandy, don't tell Mandy, don't tell the Mandy. Bartender. The bartender. So basically, he role played with both of them, did not let either of them know that he knew either of them, and at the sex club created a whole orgy. So they were fucking each other, not knowing. Oh my God. So that's why she was like, bro, he has to be blocked from the sex club because I feel violated because I didn't consent to fucking another woman that you were dating. Yeah. And so he's like, so she was really, she felt violated as someone who goes oh my to the God. sex club. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. This is whole mail. Yes. How did you not talk about this? And when we oh, first, I know, no, that, well, because I've been trying to, bitch, I was waiting until we got back to the studio. So she said she felt violated as someone who goes to the sex club, who believes in consent. I didn't consent to fuck you with another woman that you are in a relationship with. And so, mind you, when they finally had the talk and realized what their relationships were. Suddenly, with Maggie that lives in Australia does bro, not look too bad. Bro. At least. Bro, Maggie was tricking. Was the other one tricking? Mind you, one was black, one was white. He was telling the black bitch that he could not have any sort of uh, connection to a white woman. It was telling the white woman the same. Oh, God. Tell the white woman what? What was he telling her? Just that they were exclusive. She couldn't fuck nobody else, but apparently told the black woman that he couldn't see himself being with a white woman and they just would never, like, play the race game and all that. that Mind mind y'all, I would tell y'all when we went to we always had different types. He would go towards more of the Euro girls in that club, and I would always be with a black girl. This is giving me... Okay, girl, I have a... Uh, she's not really a friend, but she's a bitch that hangs with a bitch I know. We all go out to eat in L.A., and... I like that. A bitch that hang with a bitch I know. Because we're not friends. We're not acquaintances. We're really not, because I wouldn't tell my home right. Like, I hang out with a girl in L.A. that everybody probably thinks, like, was oh, that the white girl? She had a big booty and whatever. But there's a girl that hangs with a bitch I know. And she starts venting to me about this guy that she's been dating and she can't get him to push past this point. But like he met her family and they're going on these long vacations and Thanksgiving, he'll come over later. She's like, but I can't seem to connect with him. And I don't know if he has another girlfriend. Mm. And I was like, I don't know how to do. They always do. She's white. And I said, I don't know how to tell you this. Just show me a picture of him. But this is the truth. Wait, you knew the guy? No, but this is the truth. The way that she described their relationship, I was like, he probably doesn't have another girlfriend because he doesn't have time to have another girlfriend, but he doesn't want to go further with you because you're white. So he'll appease you by going to your family's house and by doing the vacations with you because he's having fun with you. But like, you're never going to be his family because you're white. Well, which is also crazy because y'all chewed my ass up in the YouTube comments. That was the conversation with the girl Lexi. Remember, she said these black guys never want to let me meet their families because I'm not black. Right, we talked about it. Yeah, though. so like that's a real thing. But I mean, they you chew don't... you up for that comment, Andy. Everybody else agrees. I mean, that. they chew me up for some. Other but shit, wait, but whatever. So when she looked My at me, tone. she's like, "No, but like his mom knows he's that." And I'm like, but, "But like his mom knows he got a girl." But like, bro, like if you're not meeting a family, yep. I, like I don't believe what you're saying. No, you know what I mean. Like me, black men, literally. Like I believe Obey. Fucked all these white girls because that was his type, but he knew he had to be with a girl that looked like me because I was just black enough. I really believe that. 
when he showed me uh, or told me about his new girlfriend, I was like, oh. And remember I told you a bitch told me who she was. I'm like, oh my God. Like, not like we look alike. She's like tiny, but like we're both mixed. We both wear right. braids. Okay. You got cute, light-skinned mixed bitches. So really, this is just as black as you could go. That's what it's starting to like give off in my brain. Oh. Because I don't understand. So he's he's like a lot of the black men that we talk about on social media. Then. Like if like and, and and this is where maybe we're we shouldn't hold space for this conversation without a dark skinned woman. But this is what I guess a lot of them mean when they say black men don't respect us. They don't like us. And that's the space that I think people say that we come from a privileged space in, because even though we black, like there's a privilege in the way a lot of black men maybe view us to because of our proximity right. to whiteness. I mean, we understand that. Yeah. How black men act about light skinned girls. It's been in music from the dawn of time. I know. And y'all know I love Wiz Khalifa and I'm mad. He going viral for he got like 14 snow buddies in his new video. Not not a not melanin in sight. And really? I'm like, Wiz. Is it a white girl video? Like, a no, it's not about white. It's just a song. It's a really good song. They're not even light skinned. They're just white girls. No, they're white. Like now this is on purpose. Oh, wow. Yeah. All white. Now, maybe if the video was shot in Pittsburgh, I, I thought know. it was. I was like, is it called? Is the new plaid? It's not called Snow Bunny, bitch. No, oh. it's like. Well, Doctor Umar has to take care of that. But <laughs> but yeah, uh, nah. Like at first, I I didn't really connect the dots of him not liking black women because in my brain I was like, oh, the girlfriends I've seen. I mean, actually, the girl before me was way like she was brown. She was definitely brown, but for the most part, like you're just wifing these girls up because you feel like that's what you should be with and mm. granted I do believe in black love too like you know it is really difficult for me to have conversations with my white homegirls um, and one of my closest white friends like um, I remember literally saying to her like she dates black dudes and I was like yeah you know I can't I can't date black dudes that date white girls like that like you could have maybe one or two in your past but if there's like if I yeah. see a trend it fucks with me same but I, I mean most of the guys that I do end up dating and fucking, they like big, big booty, thick bitches. Like, you're going to be someone's type. Like, I'm a lot of, like, my guys, they deal with big booty stripper hoes. Like, it's given, they all have the same type of Zion Williamson child. Out here just fucking on the same type of bitch. And there you go. Like, all of, like, the girls that I know they've dealt with are former strippers or they all have their bodies done I or do they don't like, like they're guys type though i'll say that i mean i'm not mad i like i love a, a nigga who know what to do with these goddamn but like, thighs honey because girl i ain't gonna hold you i had my thigh up the other night and bitch i saw it up again because he's he a little smaller than than my ex so i'm having my leg up and while he fucking me and i'm like oh i love that he love all this thigh just rubbing on his goddamn chest that to I, me though i want a man that know what to do with i would this. get worried like if i for example so old bay fucked a bunch of white bitches right that's maybe be like, well, you must like this shit. Nah, they booty hoes. I, I would get worried if he was fucking a bunch of light skinned thick bitches, and I'd be like, whoa, what am girl, I? Girl, you do? know they done called you thick now. You you in the thick girl club, girl? They li listen. They was like, yeah, you're thick now, easy. Oh yeah, and you know what's crazy too? Did not think working out would get me thick. That shit is real. No, it is. Well, because you if you build muscle. Depending on wh what type, like cardio is what you do to drop. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing like muscle toning and shit, bitch, you finna get thick. Sorry if you're watching the YouTube and my my ass is just oh my god, girl, them the thighs, girl. I be I be tricking niggas too. They be thinking I got ass, bitches, just thighs and hips, ah, thighs and hips. Not she go. Let me tell you something. A nigga told me once, and this shit was so embarrassing. He was like, "You look like you got so much ass from the front, not from the front." So 
I mean, I got ass when I bend over. But I feel like I have a good... Oh, go ahead. Get, give it to him on camera. This one, that's your camera right there. Not, <laughs> not you, Clevy. Y'all, she real single. She putting it out for the world. Now, I wanted to actually do a Mythbuster. Um, it is the fact that blue balls are actually not real. Um, also, for those of you who did not know, 40% of people with a coochie actually reported, now it says vulva, but I just wanted to say coochie. 40% of people with a coochie reported that they also experienced throbbing crotch syndrome, which they said is a more valid term because actually nothing turns blue. Throbbing crotch syndrome is Throbbing crazy. crotch syndrome. I've had that, hun. So it is not blue balls. And the reason why I bring this up is because there is still a large percentage of people who say that they are using this as an excuse to still go through with sex, even if they don't want it. So they're peer pressuring others, bringing up the fact that, damn, they're so aroused, they don't want blue balls. And so it's causing people to still use it as coercion. And people who really don't want to have sex are in fear of catching blue balls so much, they go through with it because you they don't like, want it. Have you ever been edged to the point where it was like unbearable though? You be into the edge and shit. I don't do it. No, oh. I don't want to be edged. Well, some of you've had probably mistake edging when a nigga comes too quick but like ah yeah that shit kind of hurts a little well i had to finish myself off a few and times and that's the thing there is a tenderness to it because you know and there's a lot of reasons why science bitch look it up but it was interesting when i saw this that there's no studies at all of blue being a color that the skin turns during you just being overly aroused and not jacking off. There's Maybe little... we think of blue like a bruise. Your ego bruise, nigga. That's <laughs> it. No. It's your ego that's bruised. And you said black and blue. That's it. Okay. That's it. But I, I brought that up because I just thought it was really interesting. So, ladies, if you feel peer pressured to fuck a nigga because he's like, oh, man, you just going to leave me with these blue balls, bitch, it don't exist. It's fake. Tell him. He could have throbbing crotch syndrome and he will be just fine. That's all. <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, though, you had we, that TCS, nigga. You feel me? Um, this whole episode was a horrible decision. The horrible decision was dating these niggas. I ain't even gonna hold you. Ooh, and we didn't share why. Did you want to go through any of these, though? No, I want to okay. do the fucking home mail. Oh, no, that's why I wanted to do the home mail. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I still say there, there was a better home mail that oh, you want I saved one? for another outline. It was kind of long. Let's go. It. Let's do it. Because this, this one was short. I thought we was going to... Okay, let me do this one. Because okay. I was like, Ooh, Let's do it. We got a little time. So, am I wrong or is this nigga tripping? You wrong. Oh, wait. No, this nigga tripping. For background I'm just going to say the nigga's tripping. We're both single. I'm black 26. He's black 34. Let's okay. call him Joe. Cool. No, I, let's pick a new name. Bitch, I have to read this. Stop. Demetrius. So I started talking to Demetrius a month ago tomorrow. We've only gone out once, which was the day after his birthday, a week after we met. We had sex twice. We need a, a fucking calendar. What is going Hold on? on? We literally, <laughs> we met a month ago. Okay. We've only gone out once. Yep. A week after we met, but we've had sex twice. Oh. It was cool. Nothing to write home about. So bitch, why you wrote us in? But off <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's but go. off the strength, he has three kids. I knew I likely wasn't going to have a substantial relationship with him past a fling. I moved from the city we met in shortly after to start grad school, which he knew. And I essentially told him that I wasn't going to be seriously dating him or anyone because I'm not interested in a long distance relationship and school is my priority. Okay. Good for you, bitch. He talking about, he gonna make, <laughs> look at this bitch got mad. So, literally, he was writing nice, 
He talking about he gonna make trips to come see me, et cetera, et cetera. Sound good, but niggas make empty promises all the time. <laughs> I have no reason to believe anything he said past his face value. At one point when I was visiting family out of town, he called himself getting upset because I didn't tell him I came home. Blew into an argument to the point where we were essentially like, yeah, this is dead. Cool. Few days later, he talking about he's sorry and he missed me. And bitch, you let him fuck. Okay. <sighs> we talked about what happened and moved on. I think this might, nigga might actually be crazy. Okay. Lately, there's a shift in energy. He like might I, be crazy or uninterested. Bitch, it's not the same. But go ahead. Keep going. Lately, there's a shift in energy. And I said it's only been a month, but he does come off like he wants me to hang on to his every word, miss him all the time, pour my heart out to him about feelings I don't truthfully have. And I said that I was raised to make sure that I'm good and will be okay regardless of who I'm dealing with. He took it as if I stop talking to you tomorrow, you're going to be okay. But he's making it feel... You me know... Feel- my ex said those exact words. Oh, I can't wait to answer this. Oh, oh, those exact words were said to me. Yuck. Yuck. Like, you want me to. Yeah, keep he going. He took it as if I stop talking to you tomorrow, you're going to be okay, which yep. I will. But he's so making will. it like I'm in the wrong for thinking it. Yep. Am I wrong for having that kind of mentality? No. I feel like the man that's for me will know and understand what I mean by that because he's going to be the same way. I can want to fuck you all day long, but I can't force anyone to stick around. So if you want to go, that's fine. My life will continue on. Who I like this bitch. So this is... Yeah. I feel like to be a 34-year-old man, his outlook on life should be a little different. People can come and go all the time. And I understand he's looking for a relationship. But once I said I'm not that, should let you know to move on with how you've been moving. I know I'm not wrong, but honestly, I feel like there's a mind game. And that's why I'm trying to question why he feels a way about it. Is there any feedback yes. that you could give me? My old cousin put me onto your show this year, and I think it really helped me step back into the dating scene. It's a little ghetto out here, but it's fun. Thank you for being transparent. I love the show. I hate buzzwords, uh, but it is giving narcissists out the gate. I think that when, A, it doesn't seem like there was much of a getting to know each other, right? So there wasn't a chase that that occurred. You're coming in, you fucked, and you maybe just want to keep it as a fuck relationship. A lot of men, I'm not going to say all, I'm not going to say majority, but a lot. A ton. Whatever other word I could say, except most. Yeah. Want to feel needed. Being wanted sexually is not enough for guys. I know we've even said this before. There's been lovers in the past that is like, man, I think, I feel like you only want me for my dick. Ooh. Like, men don't want to feel like they're being used just as sex puppets or just to get a nut off or a rock off, even though they treat women that way often. They don't want to feel that way. They want to feel needed. I, I know what my one of my uh, other, other booze, uh, we had the back and forth. He's like, damn, I don't even feel like you're interested in me. And I'm like, why? He's like, man, because every time I want to see you, you tell me you're busy. Well, I'm busy and you don't even consider my schedule or take the initiative to plan with me. That doesn't mean I'm uninterested. It just means that's how much you don't care about anything else I got going on. And you want me to jump when you say jump. And here's the thing. There's a man listening that's like, where is the man feeling needed at in this? And and the on the flip side, where for the most part, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying, but like there is a shitty thing of like it is true about men needing to feel needed. So what I'll say is yeah. this. And the things that you're saying are both right. I think for anyone listening that is interested in a man and wants a relationship, give them a little of that. But the energy yes. that you have for this nigga, you are not tripping. Like, yeah, he's on your dick because you're not on his. And that's just and that's the end literally of the day, the what truth. it is. That's that's literally what it is. And so he's trying to make you feel like you are doing something wrong, when in fact he probably just wants you to be more on his dick than you are. 
He probably just wants you to be like, dang, I want to see you. Dang, when are when are we going to go? And a lot of women, to be to be clear, put a, apply a lot of pressure early to who else you fucking da da da. And when you don't apply the pressure of wanting to know what he's doing when he's not with you, what other women he's entertaining, when you don't ask those questions, he's genuinely like, oh, well, maybe she don't even like me that much. I'm not going to make her a priority if I'm not a priority in her life. And I think that that's what I've realized with my friends too. Out the gate, they're wanting guys to like answer their every call. Like I was talking to my homegirl and she was like, girl... I text him good night, and you know he didn't text me till the next day at five o'clock. I'm over him. I'm like, girl, you just met the guy. Like the the idea that you immediately have to go into the good good morning, good night routine with a man you just met is a little nuts. And so if he's been dealing with women that are a lot like my friend, and this girl is coming off way more nonchalant, that's why he's just like, I don't know bitch. why women feel. I, I hate that. Like I hate the I hate the pressure they apply to men early on. Maybe she's used to being a girlfriend. Yes. Oh, yes. Very so, much so. So that can be it. But like, you can't apply that when you're dating somebody, bro. You're not a priority in bro, anyone's life that you, you just met a week ago. I'm talking to a lot of niggas right now. I'm only fucking BDD, but I'm like entertaining niggas. And like, I feel nothing when I'm like not replying to them for a few hours. Like, girl, me neither. Girl, this one nigga had nerve. I'll get I don't you know when I get to you, babe. Because he definitely, girl, this nigga FaceTimed me while I was out with another nigga. But I haven't saved his number yet because he was pissing me off, calling me all these cat names and I said don't call me bae don't call me babe I don't like none of that shit then he called me sunshine so I just stopped responding so never motherfucking saved his number so he girl so he facetimed me and I ain't know the goddamn number because I ain't saved his goddamn name so I looked at it and I guess he could tell I ain't know who the fuck he was I said oh I'm at dinner right now so he texts me don't even worry about calling back girl I wrote back the next day okay he said you ain't even know who it was when I facetimed you bitch left that nigga on, on, on scene and I'm not doing it. Drug dealing niggas do me like that. No, that's a football nigga. But they, young, drug dealing niggas be I'm so not doing that. like, it's what you're doing because they're just so available. And I'm not at all. Sorry, bitch, I'm that. out. Anyways, y'all, again, we are on the Climax Tour, so come with us. Yes. We're going to be in Texas. That's right. We're taking a little break and picking it back up in September. So for right now, Houston, Dallas, Come and see Get our show. Get your motherfucking tickets. We are at the House of Blues in Houston, and we are at the Ullum and Deep something. It's the Deep, deep and something. Ullum. Deep Ullum. Deep Ullum's cool. Deep Ellum. That's Factory. what it is. Factory of Deep Ellum. Factory. You, can, you can Google. There we go. And I apologize uh, to, for us not having it ready. Or go to whorehive.com. Go to the bottom of the page. Click tour and you can get tickets to everywhere. Again, we added Boston. So we will be in Boston. I think it's like November 11th uh, at the City Winery. So we are already... And I don't Shout even know Vinny, how Vinny, Vinny, Vinny we taking all third, the comps. We already a third full bitch in Boston. And we ain't even Charlotte's had the link on like there. Charlotte's like that too, I think. Oh, Charlotte's, uh, Charlotte and Orlando are both like 70% sold. Yeah. So like... Charlotte, Orlando, Boston. Get your tickets Nigga, now. New York to be oh, bitch. in November. Oh, no. I saw New me tickets sold. I said, oh, bitch, I'm bitch. famous. Oh, bitch. Oh, I'm, I'm probably going to cry at that show. But go to Whorehive and uh, make sure you get your tickets now because this will be our last tour. Because, bitch, y'all see, we busy and we live in life. Um, bitch, you're going to have to come find me in Malta next year, hopefully. I'm coming back. Here you go. <laughs> uh, also, make sure you join our Patreon. So that's patreon.com backslash Horribled, this is Jones. And you guys should be able to search it now because you don't have the little 18 plus uh, thing keeping you out of there. So it's patreon.com backslash Horrible Decisions. Join our top tiers to join us once a month with a town hall. We get on Zoom and we talk to all the peoples. 
And that's about it, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Bitch, tell them bye. Bye. Yeah, I think there's also a difference. Like, I think we associate Stedman with like being her in her shadow. But like you said, Stedman did have a career. But also what you what we spoke about is that someone who can't embrace what you do because they're they're yeah. they're intimidated by it and then they project and use like this the, the the sex talk to their advantage and they try to shame you that is what you're talking about not yeah. necessarily needing a stedman i mean like, i think any entrepreneur or businesswoman needs a supporter because nigga don't act like you don't see things that need to get done like be useful right. if you're just standing around nigga you're not useful for the team I mean, you're not useful I, for the household when i say a stedman though i think that Someone being okay. I think that when we talk about gender roles, patriarchy, masculinity, men sit here and feel uncomfortable showing up in feminine ways. And so showing up emotionally and not being the protector and provider now makes you feel like a bitch when I, that's what I need from you. Right. Right.